go. And can you break it down for me, like how you charge, like, you know? Yes. Hourly, how many hours? What, what, is, what, do you, what is your creative director? What are they worth? What are the hourly rates? So a logo. How many people here design logos for, yeah, okay. All right. So we'll ask the group then. Logo. So the question is how much, hourly rates, how do you break it down, whatever. How much do you guys charge for a logo? Okay, depends. Anybody? How much do you charge for a logo? Just throw a number out. Fifteen hundred for a package. What's in the package? A logo. What else? Colors. Colors. Typography. Okay. I always include a brand strategy, even if they don't think they need it. That's just built into it. And supporting elements. Excellent. Like, what are supporting elements? This is a really long list already. Go ahead. Keep going. Uh, illustrations or icons, patterns. It's I see. Anything the whole system. that can support the brand beyond the logo and the fonts. Perfect. The colors. Okay, great. Thank you for being so brave to say that. Anybody else want to throw a different number out? 500. 500. Perfect. Earth, right? Earth. Earth. Earth says 500. 500. I like that. Okay. And that's for what? A logo? For just okay. a logo. Yeah. Perfect. Great. Anybody else? 20,000. Oh, Gabrielle saw 20,000. Gabrielle nice. sold. <laughs> 20,000. Gabrielle, what do you do for a $20,000 logo? Well, she's basically saying, you give me $20,000, I design your logo, you, you own it. It's yours. Oh, okay. So she, but okay. anything else, do you do anything else? Okay. 20,000, that's great. You're looking at it. <laughs> that's her whole studio. Any other numbers to throw in here, you guys? <laughs> that's a pretty big jump. That's 3x. Oh, let's yeah. look at it, guys. That's, that's a lot. 3x that's a huge of that. Jump. My math's pretty good, 1,500. What's that to that? Now the math is not so good. <laughs> Rocio, Rocio, a smart person, tell me what the math is on that. Isn't it just 20 What is that to that, huh? No, it's not 20x. 17.50x. <laughs> All right, okay, okay. That's the good x. It's not 40, your math is terrible. Good x. Good x, 13, yeah, some weird number like that. But it's good, that's a good x, that's great. Let's talk about this. So you guys want to know the answer to this? We can talk the whole night. Let's do it. All right, I'm going to tell you. Just, will you relax? You know what? You got too much testosterone going on, dude. Easy enough with the weights, will you? All right, just relax. So here's the thing. And I, I did this talk recently, and I, I'll draw a logo for you guys. It's a pretty good logo. Okay? What's that logo worth? Billions. Because if I have a T-shirt, it's worth nothing or it's worth the materials that it costs to make it, I put that on there and kids will pay 20 bucks for it. It's pretty weird. So that logo's worth a lot, but the logo is just a part of their brand, right? So that illustration could have been something else. I'm pretty sure we'd pay the same amount. And you know that because when Michael Jordan has his Jumpman shoe, it's a different mark. And that now is worth a lot. Okay. So why is it that some people can charge 1x for that, 10x for it, and 100x? What's the difference between those companies? Why is that? Value to client. That's important, okay? The value to the client. So uh, this is one client. You know, let's assume that's a skirt. That's a mom and pop business. So that value to them is meh, okay? And on the opposite side of this is some kind of giant corporation So somewhere between here, so 
Everybody here, presumably, is talented enough to draw this logo, for sure. But depending on who you give it to, the price should change. So then now we're not charging for time, we're charging for value. Here's one thing that you need to know, because I talked to some of the guys that worked over at uh, Landor and Associates. They designed some of the world's biggest brands, FedEx, Kinko's, um, H&R Block. They get a million dollars logo. Okay? Green square. But it's a good green square. What they have when the logo doesn't work well is they have risk. Okay? Uh, Uber had a backlash. People revert their logos and they went through all this stuff. So there's a lot of risk involved. Okay? And then they have physical things that they put the logo on. It costs a lot of money. So are they going to hire some rinky dink podunk? operation to create a logo for them when they have to spend hundreds of millions of dollars to reprint the airplanes, all the brochures, everything that this thing touches forever for a long, long time. That's an expensive proposition. That's why you would want to charge them a lot more. So you don't go into it saying it's a flat number. It's you price the client and not the job. What's the value? Okay. A logo when you guys say ROI, I don't love that because this mark could have been anything and it would still be as valuable to them. So it doesn't technically have a positive business impact, but it could have a really negative business impact. If people hate it, if it looks like a giant phallic symbol, which sometimes these things do, right? So that's why it's variable. Now, for me, um, I have this thing where I need to charge a certain amount of money for a project, otherwise I can't be interested in it because if you look at this space, it's a big building, I've got to pay a lot of people, electricity, it costs a lot of money just to be in business. So I know I can only manage so many jobs per month, so just by virtue of what it costs for me to do business, my rates are going to begin much higher than yours. Okay? So what do we charge here? You're in frame. <laughs> That's Frank, you guys. <laughs> Look good for the camera, dude. Okay. What do we charge? I think we charge anywhere between fifteen dollars to $30,000 for the logo. We charge anywhere between twenty dollars to $50,000 to do the strategy before we draw the logo. Okay? We charge another ten dollars to write messaging. And we charge another ten dollars or so to do the applications depending on what they ask for. The applications typically are three things. I say pick three, right? So it's gonna be a business card. I'm writing a little fast and sloppy here, I'm sorry. Is it straight at least? Business card, what else do they want? Letterhead, Letterhead. thanks Matt. Letterhead. Email blast. Email blast. That should be its own thing moving into the future because that's a lot of work. Huh? Brand guides, Brand guides is included in so in this, in this, yeah, uh, the, the the usage guide is included in there. It's a template we have. It's pretty easy. We just knock it out. That's what we charge to do a logo. Well, how do you break it down? Like, is it like for the logo? Is it just like flat rate, or do you have like flat rate? Account executives that go in and they charge their hours. No, no, I don't do hourly. No, it, it'll look something like this. Okay, line item number three logo. You're going to have uh, three rounds. Okay? 
18K. That's it. The other ones I have more words to use, but the logo, I don't know what else to use. So when you show that to your client, they don't care, they don't go, how, how many hours are you doing? How many no. Okay. What should you say when somebody says, how many hours? I need to see the breakdown. The accountants need to know how many hours of work. What are you going to say? Well, we don't charge hourly, but what's a good response besides saying no F you? What's a good response? I'd ask them, does it matter how many hours you put in or we put in, or does it matter the value you're going to get out of it? Well, then sometimes they can get pretty sophisticated. They're like, no, we, we want to know, right? Right? They don't just say, like, okay, you win. Does anybody else, have you had that conversation before? No, I haven't. Okay. I guess, I guess it's that confidence of giving them their value again. Like, if you're going to pay so much, you're going to get this many hours or this much of amount of my effort. So I guess it's that confidence of, I'm going to just charge you 18 because, you know, I have experience and we have a award winning and we have, you know, whatever, all this to back it up. You see what I'm saying? Like, I, I know what you're saying. We want so them to there's understand. an issue of confidence to be able to walk into the room and say, that's the number. That's how I work. That's all. Our policy, that's how we work. So there's the issue of confidence. Do you know Paul Rand, famous Paul Rand? I think he would charge like a million dollars for a logo. He's like, sometimes it takes me two weeks. Sometimes it takes a year. I'll know when I'm ready. I'll see you in a little bit. That's how he did it. He's not apologizing. Go ahead. I always like the Polishier reference with Which the is? city logo, where she literally drew it on a cocktail napkin in that meeting where they were going over what they were looking for. Yeah. And they charged a certain price, and the client was skeptical. And she's like, no, that's it. That's the logo right there. You just did it. It took you 30 seconds. And she's like, well, it took an education that cost me six figures and 34 years of experience to draw that in 30 seconds. Right. Right. You're not okay. paying for time. You're Picasso had a experience. better version of that, but yes, that's yeah. the same idea, right? It didn't take me 10 seconds. It took me a lifetime to draw like this, okay? So look, guys, here's the thing. I like to argue. I like to debate, okay? So I, I can debate this a number of different ways. So I'll... Should you guys are, do you guys want to be more interactive? You guys want to argue with each other first? Or how do you want to do this? Or you just want the answer and let's go home? What, what's, what's that? What was the? <laughs> you care about the slides, huh? It's like, ding. Okay. I'll just give you the answer. I can do anything you guys want. We, we can role play. We can juggle. We can do whatever you want. Okay? All right. Jung, give me a hypothetical hourly rate. It doesn't have to be yours, but give me an hourly rate. Hopefully divisible by 18, Okay. What? 200, okay. 200. 200 bucks an hour. Okay. 200 bucks an hour, Rocio? Nine? Um, is that uh, nine, 90 hours? Somebody? Yeah? 200 bucks an hour times 90 hours. Okay. So, Jung, you be the client. I'll be Jung. Okay? Take the mic. I will argue with you. Okay? Here's tactic number one. I don't like this tactic, but I'll use it with you right now. Jung, are you ready? I'm the client. You're the client, okay. and I'm you. Okay. So you ready? No, no. So you want to know my hourly rate. So my hourly rate's this times this. So I have a question for you, client. Why do you want to know my hourly rate? 
I guess I want to know what I, where my $18,000 is going. Okay, so does that mean if I do work less hours, I should charge you less? Yeah. So if I go over those hours, I should charge you more? Sure. Really? Yeah. Okay, so you're saying to me, you value this logo taking longer rather than shorter. So it means if I just tell you it took me four months to work on it, you will now owe me $36,000. If it's in my budget and if, if I think you're worth it, but I would also ask why would it take that long to make that logo? I wouldn't put a lot of effort into it. But I could hire somebody else who would charge me the same rate but do it quicker. So you value time over money then? Sure, as a business okay. person, yeah. So here's the deal. I work really fast. I can come up with a logo, but I'm being punished for me being efficient and really good. You understand the logic doesn't work now? Sure. That's the problem. So clients can't have it both ways. They can't say, tell me how many hours, but you can't go over it. I can't put a cap on it. It has to have some symmetry to the logic. So if I work less, you want me to pay me less. So then there's a lot of analogies that you can draw now. Most business people value time. Sure. Remember the beginning of our talk? Time is the most important thing I have. That's it. So if I could do a logo for you right now and you love it in five minutes, are you saying it's worth less than 18 or is it worth more now? Because I saved you a lot of time. We can go to market right now. It's worth more. So charging by the hour punishes me for being good. Now I'll tell you what, you can hire four interns straight out of school, they'll charge a couple hundred bucks total, and you'll wait. And then you'll say it's not right, but you can't articulate to them and they don't know why. And you keep waiting, you keep revising, and what, are, what aren't you doing now? You're not running your business, Jung. Shouldn't you be focused on your business? So my job is this, Jung, I'm gonna give you an amazing logo that you're not gonna have to change for a long time. A mark that you're going to be proud of, that people are going to look at and clearly understand what it is that you do. That's worth $18,000 today. Come back to me in a year, it'll be twenty-six. That's what it's worth today. That's it. So you're, you're putting, basically, um, you're putting value to yourself, to your, what you're worth and what, as well, a designer. Well, I'm basing this price just on you, actually. Right. If you were bigger, that number would just go up. No, oh, but what I'm saying is that you're trying to, you're defending or you're arguing the value of $18,000 by saying that what you're going to do or your value of your work is worth 18000 because it's so good, so much better. You're, so you're trying to elevate. Did I say that? In a way, yeah. Okay. Then you said it, not me. Right. That's what, I don't as, believe a, as I said a client, I'm thinking words. that. I'm thinking That's what like, you're thinking. Yeah, yeah. So what do we just do here? So Frank Shi, when I sell him that I'm better and worth all this stuff, he's not going to believe me. I didn't say any of those words. I think we can replay the tape. Right. I don't believe I said any of those words, but Jung thinks that because I'm confident and I'm presenting it like this. Right. It's confidence, right? but you're also comparing too because you're saying if we have three interns, that'll take forever and while you could be doing the work. So you're building up the value of not only the value of the quality of your work, but also the, I guess, the efficiency of your work as well. So you're kind of putting a lot of values to your to I what think you're so. doing. I think so. Just try this idea out on for size. Symmetry of logic. If it works like this in design, does it work like this somewhere else in our life? Look for an example. So you're going to go on vacation, or you're going to go out for dinner, and you want the house to be spotless by the time you get back. What do you value there? That the job gets done by the time you're back. That's important to you. Now, my friend, 
um, who owns his own design agency, and he's, you know, he, he's a big deal. He said something like this. I don't believe you can use this, but he uses it because he can say it, okay? He says, do you like Nikes? Do you like Nikes, John? Not really. Just, okay, I like, freaking long. I, I like Nikes. <laughs> he doesn't understand how these games work. Yeah, you like Nikes, right? They're worth $700. Do you care how the shoes are made? Do you care that there's some kid who's paid 50 cents to work on that? Do you care? You just care that they're Nikes, right? That's the imagery of logic there. What you care about is the end product, that it's a high-quality product, and it lives up to your expectations. So he says that. So he tells them to F off. He does. I've had lots of business conversations with him. He's crazy. <laughs> but he's effective. Um, okay, so I'm going back to the drawing right over here where Nike is 1x, 10x, 100x. Yeah. Value to the client from a mom and pop versus large corporation. Yes. And the way I measure value is by... Um, Increasing profit or reducing risk, right? No, I didn't mention profit. You're just reducing risk. Just reducing risk. Yes. Okay. And you could also look at it like this. How many things will this logo touch that you right. print? What, what is your printing budget? So, so my, it's $40 million. Well, I'm not going to charge you $2,000. You won't get the job, by the way. If you underbid that project, you, they'll be really scared. So you can ask them, what's your printing budget? How many things does this mark touch? What happens when this goes wrong? So in their mind, like, oh my God, you're right. So you can so hire somebody for less money. Information before, before you even offer up whatever kind of service and pricing, you're getting all the information and doing the math in your head of what the end product is gonna render them so you can see what kind of value it's gonna have. I don't do my head, I do it live with you. Okay. Sean, how many things are we gonna print this on? Blah, 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 blah. What's your printing budget like? Oh my gosh. What do you think you should spend on that? I just try and get them to say it. So, so you guys see the theme here? I, I just want to do like a meta moment here, please. Meta moment is I don't want to say it. I just want to ask you questions until you say it. When you say it, you believe it. You guys understand that? Because you'll lose this fight every single time. I just ask lots of questions. Go ahead. So, all right, so now, now playing devil's advocate, I'm sorry, this um, young lady. Amy Guzman. Amy. Okay, so I'm, I'm talking with you. I've already talked with Amy. I followed her on Instagram and I'm engaging with all her stuff and I see her engagement is doing well because she's a really great graphic designer. Yeah. And so now I'm coming to you and she quoted me $1,500. Right. And now I'm coming to you and you're saying $18,000. Now I'm, seeing, I'm trying to figure out because I know she does really great work that, I, I mean, what's the difference? Because I, I feel that she does great work. She gets a lot of engagement. I'm trying to see how she would be a, a, a riskier, that much of a riskier person to go with to pay $18,000 with you. Okay. Um, I'm going to ask you a few questions. Is the logo important to your business? Uh, yeah. Okay. It means something. So if it's right, you can move on with your business. If it's wrong, you have to redo this process again. Is that right? Correct. So I understand there's some risk associated with picking the wrong vendor. What criteria would you use to determine if it's a good vendor for you or not? Um, I guess proof. Proof? So what's proof to you? Uh, case studies. Case studies. Does Amy have more case studies than us? Uh, no. Okay, what's your next thing? Uh, what, what, other, what other criteria am I engaging? Yes. Um, that's it. Just I want to know that what she's done before. Think about the risk. Okay. Think like a client. Don't think like a designer. Think like a client. What How long have you been in business? How many referrals do you have? Right. What's your credit history like? I want to see your office space. How many employees work for you? 
And for all those things, theoretically, I can beat Amy on. So, so you can you, take risk or not. So if Are you, you a gambler? So if you can't. Huh? So, so for me, which I don't have the credibility, obviously, that blind does, so I wouldn't be able to be in the same, in the same ballpark figure as, like, I can't even think about anything. No, you can. Right. Here's the thing I want to tell you guys right now. You can all do this right now. Everybody always thinks because I'm this person, I've done this, and I've had these awards, and no, it doesn't matter because the first day I started, I wanted to charge these rates anyway. I was already working like that, okay? You just have to be able to say it out of your mouth because the first time I charged $10,000 for strategy was the first time I charged $10,000 for strategy. I didn't do it for 100 and then 200 and 250 I just went for it. And when they paid, I'm like, oh, this was really good. I need to charge $20,000 for strategy. And that's how we keep getting these things up. And then I find out some other fools charge a million dollars. I'm like, what is wrong with me? I could charge more for this. That's it. You just have to believe that this is what it's worth. And it has to be relative to the risk of the company. I don't care who you are. You can be Paul Rand. You can be anybody you want. He's not alive anymore. Mom and pop comes to him. He's going to do it for a sandwich. Because that's what it's worth to them. Okay? Clients don't choose the best option. They choose the least risky option. You need to appear as the least risky thing. So just ask them, what criteria are you using to make your decision? You should already know this. I know it. They run credit history check. They want to see your referrals, okay? Social proof is really important. They want to know that you're an expert. Well, you know what? I wrote the book literally on the brand. There it is. I teach and consult people how to do this. I don't say it like that. <laughs> I'm much friendlier in person. Rocio, what do you want to say? Should we be finding out, and how do you find out what a company's revenue is? You want me to do that? It's really easy. Is that important to you guys, to understand revenue of the company? You can make guesses, you can ask, but people are not likely to tell you that. Some designers make the mistake that they just want to cut to the end and try to find out what the company's worth. This is kind of a round and about way that makes it a little bit more comfortable for the client to share and disclose financial information to me in small steps. I like to engage in conversation and to establish with the client that I'm a business person that understands business concepts. How do you find out about money? How do you find out about money? So you know when, you, when I went to my financial advisor, he's like, oh, how much money do you guys make? I, won't tell you. I mean, we just met. I mean, like, do I get a handshake first? What's going on here? Okay? I have a roundabout way of doing it. And you have to start to understand their business. Tell me how you generate, who, Rocio, you're your client again. Pick a client that you know really well, that you have to know their business quite well. Okay, so I want to understand how you guys generate revenue, okay? Because I believe those other designers are going to make you some really nice things, but I actually want to help you increase revenue. Is increasing revenue important to your company? Of course. Some people say no, oddly enough. Some people say no. I don't know why. Increasing revenue. So how do you generate revenue today? Do you have multiple SKUs? Do you have an e-commerce site? Like, how do you make money? Uh, we have an e-commerce site, and we sell our products at physicians' offices. Okay, e-commerce. Do you, you ever sell direct uh, other ways or through sales reps? Not at the moment, but we're thinking of starting a 
Give me a couple categories, please. Because if it's just one, it's kind of really fast. Okay. Well, e-commerce, I mean, direct to, to patients. Yeah, through the... But through their e-commerce portal? No, no, no. In the offices. Um, like plastic okay, surgery. Okay, so we would consider that more of a retail Retail, thing. yeah. Okay, retail. Okay, what else? Right now, that's... Well, okay. Um, I guess you could say... Let's say they have reps, too. Yeah, reps. Okay, say reps. Okay. All right, perfect. And I'm going to ask you just to to uh, do two things for me right now. One is just be who you are, playing the client, and also be the person looking at you and understanding how you feel. Can you do that? Say that again. Okay. <laughs> to be aware of your emotions while you're talking to me. Okay. Okay? Because later on I'm going to ask you a few questions about that. So I have to tell you now because otherwise you're like, uh, I wasn't paying attention to that. So far so good? Mm -hmm. Okay. So e-commerce, retail, and reps. Do you sell internationally or is it all domestic? Um, internationally, too. Okay, so you have international reps, too? I believe so. Just play along. Uh, We're yeah, not fact-checking. Sure. Canada. <laughs> international reps. Okay. All right. What percentage of your overall revenue in a year do each one of these represent, percentage-wise? I would say currently, because the reps is a new thing, uh, so e-commerce is probably 60%. Okay, great. You're doing really well. Retail would be another 30. Okay, that's not going to make sense. Yeah, I, that's why I did the number two, but you stopped me from doing that. Yeah, do e-commerce at 45 Yeah. You know these are just made up numbers. Retail, as long as it equals 100, we'll at, believe you. Retail at 25 and then just split the other. Well, now you're just being too granular with me. Come on. Okay. 25 at 70. And then do reps at 10% and international at 20. Okay. Okay. Now, that, that equals 100, right, guys? Okay, now... What are your profit margins on each one of these things? It's going to come here. It's going to slip right in. You guys won't even know it. So this represents 45% of your revenue. Since you're selling direct, your profit margin is going to be very high here. There's no middleman. If, if this costs a dollar to buy, the retailer bought it from you for 50 cents. So you have to make it for 25 cents in order for you to survive. It's called a double keystone. It doubles each time. Okay? At retail, it's a dollar. At wholesale... It's 50 cents. And manufacturing, that's cost. At cost, it's 25 cents. So you understand that. So when you have no middleman and you're direct, this is why Apple has trillion dollars in cash because they make it and they sell it directly to you. What do we know the e-commerce percentage to be? What do you think your profit margin is? So this is where everybody's lack of business sense here is going to hurt you in this kind of conversation. You do need to know some business fundamentals and we will talk about it. Okay? Well, if you think about a dollar, and you, it costs you 25 cents to make it, what's the highest this can be? No, it cannot be. You cannot make 100% profit. 75. The highest it can be 75% profit, right? Because it costs you 25% to make it. So it's not going to be 75%. There's some other cost in there, okay? So let's say it's like 65% um, profit, okay? 
and we're going to talk about gross profit here. We're not talking about net profit, and I'll get into that later. So this is 45% of your revenue, 65% gross profit. When you're selling to retail, assuming that it's in the store, what's your profit margin going to be like this? What? Somebody is doing their math, 25%. Right, because you had to sell it for 50 cents, so the best that it can do is 25%. Okay, if you're doing your job right, it's 25%. And then the reps. The reps are what? A wholesaler. They sell it to retail, so it's going to be very similar, okay? And international reps generally want even more money from you because you're an unproven thing. They have to do all the marketing and all the hard work. It might be as low as 